Hi there, you've stumbled across The Christian Truth, a podcast where I, Prophetess LGBTQ, comes, well, sometimes I come yell at you. If you come here to hear about nothing but Bible scripture or religion, you've inadvertently ended up in the wrong podcast, because I switch it up a bit, and I curse pretty often, actually, in the beginning. Just ride this out with me, it's so worth it. But I'm human, so I'm not gonna be perfect. Each episode, though, is from the heart, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Leave your comments below any episode and let me know what you thought. Remember, you were warned. This is me as he made me. And he's not done with me yet. Talk for now. This is your girl Mel, Prophetess LBGTQ. And I'm going to do a quick podcast. I have a promise earlier today. I have some things on mine and I want to discuss them with you. So, uh, what we're doing is discussing um, tendencies. Now, when I said tendencies, so uh, what I consider tendencies are, and now mind you, racism exists on both sides of that color divide that was never there in the biblical times. Okay, it was never there. We were all equal. We were all created equally in God's eyes. And in my opinion, that's the only eyes I can that matter to me. So that's needed to know that. Tendencies, however, are a body, a human body, having the tendency to say or support or believe in things that are questionable when it comes to race, right? So I have to admit something to you. I have tendencies. I sure do. Yes, I am Hispanic. I'm Panamanian, but I'm also black. And I have tendencies, and my tendencies are as follows. I have a tendency to generalize when I'm being wronged. Um, I look at it first from the skin of color. They're only doing this to me because I'm black or because my color is different than theirs. And obviously I'm wrong. You know, I don't, I don't condone you guys saying the things that I say. I'm just, I'm being honest with you, okay? This is, this is who I am. This is what I do. And I'm not saying I'm proud of it, but I'm honest, right? I mean, you can't ask me to do anything else than be honest with you. So um, my tendency, however, it's really conflicted, yeah? Because I was raised by, I say it like this, okay? So don't get offended because I say it like this. This is just how I've been saying it all my life. And I'm going to keep on saying it all my life. You thinking of me? Okay. So I was raised by white people. Yeah. I was raised by a Scotsman and an Irish immigrant, okay? They were both uh, United States citizens. My father was actually a dual citizen. He was from Aberdeen, Scotland. So when I say racist, I am not racist. I don't say that black is the only color and that every other race is less. That's not what I mean by tendencies. Tendencies mean that you generalize a group of people according to one wrong or two wrongs or a small wrong. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be offended when someone wrongs you. Okay, even if it's racially, you know, intended to be offensive. I'm not saying don't be offensive. Don't 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 be offended. You know what I mean? Stick up for what you believe in. But don't automatically assume that because you are a color different than the person who's speaking to you, that what they're saying is wrong off jump just because they're a different color skin. And I say that to you to say this. As a colored person. Um, I can realize and recognize these tendencies and also see them in other people, right? If you, uh, if you ever, ever heard me talk, uh, 
to friends or whatever. I say I hate two things in this world, okay? Hate is a very strong word, okay? It's, it's saying that someone put in your body enough venom and fervor that you cannot stand the fact that that person breathes. That is what hate in my definition means. So I only hate two things, and that's a liar and a hypocrite. And you cannot be one without the other. I've been saying this since high school. You can't be a hypocrite and not be a liar. And you cannot be a liar without being a hypocrite. Because when you lie, you're telling someone that you lied to that they're stupid enough to believe the lie that is coming out of your face. I don't appreciate being called stupid in any shape or fashion. So if you say it on the sly, you do it unintentionally, I'm going to let you know, hey, you've offended me because you just called me stupid. Because I know what you just said was a lie. And baby, there are some liars out there. You understand what I'm saying? There are some liars amongst us. And they wear faces you wouldn't expect, you know what I mean, to, to, to wear these tendency faces exist. Okay. Um, I'm not going to name my employer, but my employer, um, I get to basically pick my schedule. Um, so I meet new people almost every single week. Okay. Um, it's just what my line of work requires that I meet and introduce myself to new people every day. Um, and every single person that I encounter has different needs, different likes and beliefs and opinions. Yes. And I have to respect that. Recently, I had an encounter with one of my clients and he was a white gentleman. He was married to a white woman. I was in working for the white man. I want you guys to take what I say and I want you to let me finish before you get offended by what I say. Okay. Because I, I did intend to offend somebody, but this is not the moment. Okay. So I want you to, I want you to just listen to what I have to say and actually understand it. Then go ahead and call in and tell me what you think. What is your perspective of perspectives? Okay. So today's topic is tendencies, but then we go to perspective. So I have a tendency to shut down if I feel I've been wronged and I I'm not in the professional capacity to tell you about yourself. Uh, let's say you're a client of mine and you tell me something um, that I don't agree with, that I find offensive. I am not allowed to tell you, hey, what you said is offensive. I don't appreciate you talking to me to this way. Um, I'm going to need you to rephrase your words. You can't say that to people. They get a little tight about it. So instead, what I said was nothing. I said nothing. Construction, okay, was happening on the street. And apparently, according to few, very few, uh, construction been going on for years. Years, people, years. Okay, now I've been with this client that I speak about for maybe a month and a half, maybe two months, tops. Not years, not years, people. Two months at the most, okay? And there's never been any construction. People, there's never been a construction. Now, mind you, there are the orange and white little saw, horse, whatever they call them. But there's no signs at the entrance of this construction site. I wish you could see me. Those were quotation marks. Uh, that said there's a detour. So how am I supposed to know there's a detour? Because, one, you ain't been doing this for years. Two, I see people going down the same street you're telling them they can't go down. And three... 
Where's your sign? Y'all, I took pictures. Do you hear me? Mel gets her receipts. I don't play with y'all. I'm not playing with y'all, okay? So I took pictures. Every time I entered that street, I took a picture. That there's no sign. That's what I'm taking a picture of, folks. I'm taking a picture of non-existent signs, okay? I take a picture when I leave. I'm in my car at all times. I never get out of my car to take a picture of their construction site because my tendency is about to come out, y'all. White folk get stupid sometimes. As soon as a black person or a colored person gets out of their car, oh, crap, something's about to go down. You know what I mean? Now, look here. I might be crazy, right, but it's not because I'm black. It's because I'm Hispanic. I'm Latina, okay? And that's never going to change. Just because you don't like it, don't change a darn thing, okay? So I don't get out of my car. I don't want to, you know, intimidate anybody. I don't want to upset anyone. I don't want to threaten anyone with my physical presence, right? Uh, so this last time, which was Tuesday, uh, I come again to the street, and there are no signs. Now, mind you, I've already been told twice that they've been doing construction for years, uh, that there is a detour uh, that you should just go around. And it's not that big a deal. Now, mind you, the people who told me these things, yes, they were white. So, yes, I took it that way. I took it as follows. A black colored person, let's just say a colored person, drove her vehicle down the same street that I was just told for the last two weeks that I was not allowed to go down. Okay. I was told I'm not allowed to go down that street. So how come this person can't? Oh, no, no, no way, people. It's not because she was white. That's where I really got upset. No, she was black, folks. She was black. And when I brought that up to my client to justify their whatever, uh, oh, well, you know, there's realtors in here all the time. Well, how did they know that I wasn't a realtor? Go on. I'm waiting. How did they know, y'all, that I wasn't a realtor? They don't know me from Eve. You figured out me? What they do know, however, is that I have always driven down the street. And because they don't put a detour sign, they're offended that I have the audacity to continue to use a street that's not labeled for a detour. Shame on me. Shame on me. So the one and only time that I've interacted with these construction people, I was I was blocked by a trench of dug up dirt. Right. They had literally dug a trench in the middle of the street. There was no getting through this one, people. There was no, you can't come this way. Well, we, we've been doing the construction for years. I said, one, I'm on the phone with my client. Give me a minute. And I rolled my windows up because y'all are doing, as you say, construction and you're loud. Okay. And I'm talking to my client and I'm trying to be respectful. You understand what I'm saying? I'm trying to be respectful. It's not so easy to do when the person you're trying to respect chooses to act ignorant instead. Now, I want you to understand, I love my job. I do. I love my job. Another thing I love is this country. I love this country. The last podcast, you guys heard me say that I did fight for this country, but I fought for the country, not the values or ignorance that it embraces. Because I didn't know we were that damn ignorant. Excuse me, Lord. I didn't know we were that ignorant. But now that I know, I'm awake, right? I'm woken up. So you guys know how to feel about Black Lives Matter. That's 
pisses me off, okay? But we never stop mattering. So stop saying it. Stop saying that black lives matter. Stop saying it all together. Because we already know that. The only people who say that black lives matter are the ones who believe that it changed. That we were ever unequal. Uh, we've never been unequal. We have always been their equal. Only they were knocked out of that memo. Okay, let's not get into the racial war. Because you guys know I think it's come since the beginning of time. They got to freaking eat it. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll come back to that, I promise. So I come and talk to this client in person. I come to his house after this trench situation. And I say, I need a minute. Uh, I wasn't really treated that well. So I'm going to take a minute to center myself before I come in and address you, my client, technically my employer at the moment, right? Um, I see this person twice a week for two hours each time. So I want to make sure that I come into that place of business in the right mindset. You know, that's a professional thing to do. Um, so that day went without a hitch. Okay. Tuesday would have went out without a hitch as well if two things hadn't happened. When I called and said, there's still no sign here, and I sent him a text message to this client to show them the picture, you know, that the detour sign's not in, um, he said, well, yeah, I mean, they've been doing construction here for years. I'll let that sink in. I told him, I said, sir, I've been working for you for almost two months now. I have never gone another way. I have never gone another way. How am I supposed to know where to go? Oh, well, you just, I said, that's not the point. I know you know you live here. I do not. You guys see my point? Why am I supposed to just know, right, that people are working on a construction road without a damn detour sign? Oh, we've been doing it for years. That's where he called me a liar. No, you have not. Because I've been working for you for two months and I ain't seen a stitch of construction going on up in this street right here. Okay. So he called me a liar. That's what I took it as. And that's the end of that damn story. He called me a liar. He said, oh, they've been doing construction for years. So I'm not sure exactly how he thought I managed to get to his house if I wasn't using the street in question. Maybe I flew. Did y'all tell him I can fly? See, that's y'all bad. Like, this man really believes I can fly. Like, like truly believes it, yeah? So neither here nor there. Tuesday comes, though. And I'm sitting in my car, and I'm looking at the street, and these two sawmill signs or whatever say HH, and the other one says Harker Heights. Again, not one stitch of detour signage. Not a one. Nowhere. I correct myself. There is a detour sign. Are you ready for this, guys? It's by his house. It's at the other end of the street. It's leaving his house direction. Like, how am I supposed to know that detour applies to this one? Because I don't live here. And the people who do live there, all right. Well, one of them came and decided to take my plates out. I said, well, that's great. Now the police are going to be after me. It's all that I need, right? Especially what I need. And in Harker Heights, if y'all have been to Harker Heights, that's what all I need to say. Anyway, so I showed up at his house. I was 10 minutes late. And first of all, that makes me upset. And when I get upset, some of y'all may know, I cry. I know it's weak. I give the dirt. I give the dirt. 
Okay, when I'm mad, I am so tearful. I cry. I'm bawling. I'm on the phone with my employer, like the actual office. I say I'm late. People get upset about that. And I just, I, I'm never late, guys. I don't do this. I don't do late. Well, it's not really your fault now. So I, I think it'll be okay. God bless my employer. God bless them all, every single one of you guys in that office. I love you. Do you hear me? I love you. I have nothing nice to say about this client, though. Like, that's just straight up facts. Because we had a good relationship up until Tuesday. But when I tell you that I've been doing something a certain way and you tell me it's physically fucking impossible that I did so, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm still working on my cursing, y'all. As you can tell, I ain't perfected it yet. But I'm working on it. I am. It's a lot better than it used to be. Trust and believe. But anywho, please, please, please forgive. I am so sorry for my cursing. Um, anyway, um, had that been the only instance, that would have been fine. I decided when I finally detoured into his vicinity, um, he calls me. And I decline the call because, I, once again, I like to center myself before a shift. And I'm not really in the right frame of mind right now, sir, to be chit-chatting with you. Okay? The person who just called me a liar. Nope. Pass. Okay. So I text him. And I said, um, I'm here. But I need a moment. I'm going to sit here and collect myself before I enter your abode. I'm not in a chatting mood today. That's what it said. I'm sorry for my shortness, but I'm not in a chatting mood. Verbatim. Okay? That's what it said, folks. Before I even walked out of my car, before I even unblashed my freaking door, I said this to him in a text message. So I have physical proof that it exactly happened. I and he both know that it took place. I said it. He read it. He had to have because it said read. Okay? You ready for this, y'all? I walk into the house, and the moment I do, he's convincing me why I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure I told you I didn't want to talk about it. No, what I said? That's what I said? I said, I'm not in a chatting mood because I know that I am not, I'm not in the frame of mind that I can be professional and maintain my job. I like my employment. I appreciate my employment. I don't want to give up my employment, not for nobody, not especially for one singular person. Notice I didn't say white man because he ain't offended me to that point yet. So I'm listening. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, mind you, we're required to wear masks that my employer, my employer requires it. Um, so I have to wear a mask, which was very convenient at the day because, as you guys remember, I was crying. So I walked in, a little teary-eyed, red face, but no one could tell because Mel had on a mask. So I went straight to work. I put my things down. I did not speak to anyone like I said I wasn't going to. And I went about my business. I started doing dishes. And he's still telling me why I'm wrong. So I'm listening to you tell me I'm a liar over and over and over and over and over and over. Well, they've been doing it for years. They've been doing it for years. They've been doing it for years. They've been doing it. Oh, we just go around. We just go around. We just go around. I gives a dirt. I gives a dirt. Yes, I do. Like not one piece of it. Do you understand? Not a D, not a U, not an R, not an N, not nothing. I don't care. Because I know what I know. And I know for a fact that for the last two freaking weeks is the only time construction vehicles, let alone people, have been on this street. So I don't really care what your sign says. I don't care what you have to say. You can either shut your piece or just keep talking and waste your breath. I don't really care. I'm going to continue doing my dishes. 
no comments because I have nothing nice to say. I'm going to do the dishes. Okay. So wash and clean the dishes. I am <laughs> like, you can't mistake anything that's going on over here in the kitchen. Okay. I'm bawling, just sobbing, snotting, tears everywhere. Did they ask me if I was okay? No. Why would they ask me if I was okay? They're under the impression they've done nothing wrong. I'm going to come back to that, y'all. At that particular point, I'm going to come back to it. Because it's not all white people. So that's not what I'm saying. It is not all white people. I know this for a fact. My best friend's white. My best friend in the whole wide world is as white as they come. And when I say white, she country, y'all. She country, she's the love of my life. And she doesn't understand what y'all are doing. And she's white. So don't tell me it's a white thing. Y'all can't tell me that this was a white thing. It's not. Because if it was, it would make sense to her. And don't. That makes sense to her. A lot of the things that are happening right now that you guys act as if are normal are not making sense to my white friend. And I don't want you to understand me as I've only got one white friend. I'm not one of those racist people, okay? I I don't have many black friends, actually. <laughs> because I was raised by white people. Okay, I wasn't raised to see color. I didn't care what color you were. I didn't care if you were purple. In fact, I loved you even more if you were purple because Mel's favorite color is purple. Anywho, I just never saw it. Okay, I saw her for who she was, what she brought to our friendship, and what we've been through together. But she can't get me to understand it. She can't get me to understand why the double standard has become commonplace. She can't help me understand why why my son who wants to be a policeman and her son who wants to be a policeman will never work together because of the color of their skin. I don't support defunding the police. There it is. Go and get pissed. I don't support it. I think it's the stupidest thing you guys could ever come up with. Like, how is that going to fix the fact that he took a life? It's not. Okay. It, it took place. I'm not saying it didn't take place, people. I'm not saying a white man wasn't to blame. But that's not what this is about. I want the police to be retrained. I need them to be trained the way I was trained. What I took from my training as a jailer, as a corrections officer, that type of training. This is what we do. This is what we do not do. Don't ever damn do it. That's just what my training was. This is what we do, this is how we do it, and this is why we do it. This over here, that's not even allowed. Don't even think about it, don't ask about it, we don't talk about it, because it don't happen. In Bell County, Texas, folks, that's exactly what I took away from my training. Now, mind you, I'm a naive heifer. You hear me what I say? I'm naive as hey, okay? I'm naive. I believe the best in everyone until you prove me publicly wrong. And this particular job did. Now, my greatest accomplishment when it comes to raising my children the way my mother raised me is they don't understand racism. And I refuse to allow them to understand it because it is illogical, okay, for someone to hate someone enough because of the color of their skin. That makes no sense. Why would I teach my children that? That makes no sense whatsoever. No, 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 no. There is no place in the world, do you hear what I'm saying to you, where that makes sense. It just don't. 
It don't, folks. It does not make sense. So for those of you who convinced yourself that we must be segregated, we must be separate, you need to go back to school. You do. Because most of the things that you don't tolerate were a result of laws that your people put into place in the 60s. They're actually talking about suing these players who knelt. Do you hear what I say to you? They knelt for the national anthem at a game. I mean, what were they thinking, right? Like, who the hell are you to kneel instead of placing your hand over your heart? Let me, let me, let me, let me tell y'all a little secret. No one said it was a law that I had to stand to my feet and praise a piece of fabric colored three different colors as a united front. Because that's all it is, y'all. It's a front. We're not united. If we were united, would we be arguing about whether or not Black Lives Matter? Mm. No. If we were equal, would we be building a frickin' border wall? Mm. No. If we were all equal, would we be having civil riots right now? Would the police be, be disgusted being defunded? No, no, and no. You know why? Because it's illogical. If it made sense, then I could support it. You see what I'm saying? But it doesn't. It simply doesn't make sense to me. So I don't support it. I don't support Black Lives Matter. I don't support defunding the police. And I do have a solution to retrain these policemen. The enforcements that they're talking about. If we could combine them in some way, make them into a productive system as follows. Each police officer upon graduation from the academy into active duty must be registered by social security number, just like the service members are. Every time we signed on the dotted line, we signed with what? Our last four. Yes, we did. You understand what I'm saying? The last four is everything because that's our credit. You hear what I'm saying to you? The credit is what y'all are playing with right now. Okay. So when you go to academies or training, that's where it needs to change as well, especially the police departments. And here in the South, y'all, I told you last time, the KK still exists. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, people. Wake the hell up. You know they're there. They don't want you to know. They don't want you to remember what they're capable of. But know this, the man kneeled on his neck because he knew he could. I say again, he kneeled on that man's neck because he knew that he could. Not because he was a policeman, but because of the color of his skin. And he knew where he lived. He knew where he was from. He knew what his ancestry was. And that's the problem. That's the difference between men, black men, excuse me, and white men, or white man and black man. Since we have to divide us, that's what the white man says. Since we must be divided, let me, let me just break it down for you. Okay, most of the things that you take advantage of, take for granted, was actually invented and created and developed by a black person. But we don't hear about that in school. We don't hear about it in history classes. We don't hear it on the news even. So back to tendencies. I go 
and I go about my business. I'm in her, her kitchen, her kitchen. I say my client's actually the feet of the wife of this man uh, that I've been discussing with you. Um, she's wheelchair bound. So I've been sweeping, doing what I could uh, with their place. And I went to look for a mop. That's the next step after you sweep. Am I wrong? Am I? Did I get that right? Okay, just want to make sure. So I sweep, sweep it up, mop. Plain and simple. Move on with my day. Get me? Okay. So when I'm looking for the mop, well, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? Like literally what she and how she said it to me. I said it three times because you repeated it three times. I'm looking for the mop. I'm trying to mop your floor, Heffa. That's what the hell I'm doing. I'm doing my job. Do you have mind? But because I was in her house and she'd already heard about my situation before I came into the house, she already had a bug in her body about me. And the fact that I was colored did not help. Now, here's where y'all are about to be shocked, okay? Tendencies don't just slap you the hell in the face. No, they don't. In fact, you could be friends or acquaintances with somebody all your damn life and not even know these people have tendencies until it comes down to I can't do that for you because, I mean, that's just, we don't, we don't, I, I can't do that. You can't defend my cause because you're not the same color as me. Hmm. Okay. Nope, don't understand either, but we'll move on. So perspective. The same client that I'm speaking to you about, we had just discussed like a week ago. You know, one of those weeks where there is actually construction going on. Mm -hmm. And I told him, uh, you know, it's not really hard to offend me. It really is. Because most people will say, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to offend you. You know, because I'm colored. People automatically think because I'm colored that if anything racial is said, I've got to be offended. Like, I'm uh, off jump going to be offended. No, have us yet. No, that's not how it works. Okay? That's not how I work. That's not how I operate. This is how I operate. I'm going to listen to you. I don't have to like you or anything that comes out your face, but I'm going to give you the respect to listen to you completely so that I can learn your perspective. I say again, I listen. I don't have to agree with you. I don't even have to like you. But if what you're saying makes sense to me, I have no problem admitting that. You understand what I'm saying? I don't have any problem with it whatsoever. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if I'm right, you better find out about it. You better figure it out. You better figure it out before I do. So he had said something, and apparently he was he was relaying a story to me that he had had with his daughter. And his daughter I've, I've spoken to before. She's a very nice lady. Um, said something to the effect, uh, well, the majority was, you know, black African-American kids. And his daughter was offended. She's white. Oh, you're under the impression that only black people can be offended when blacks are disrespected? No, that's not how that works either. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. So she was offended. She's a mom, dad. That was that was probably the racist thing you've ever said. Like that was really racist, really racist. And he's like, I just I don't see how I offended her. I don't I don't understand now. I need you to explain to me how I offended her. I said, let me tell you something. First of all, that's your daughter. So you need to talk to your daughter about that. Something is festering between you two that she even had the audacity to say something like that to you. It was the last straw for her. Something else is there. 
Am I wrong, guys? Like, that's the only explanation for why she would jump on me that way. Because I didn't find the comment racist. Now, mind you, it was racially uh, phrased, but it was not intended. That's what I mean by perspective. So her perspective was he intended to be racist. He intended to be uh, disrespectful. Okay, And I took it as he was stating facts. The majority of the deaths that he was discussing are African-Americans, okay? Um, I'm sorry to say, Mel, but they were black. That's what offends me. You apologize for offending me before I realize you're about to offend me. Because you ain't done it yet. You're just letting me know what's coming. All right? So I told him, I said, you know, I'm not going to get offended by things like that. Like, I was raised with a sane and beautiful sound mind by God and by my mother to to use that brain, you know, and every capacity that I can find um, to understand the world better, not to agree with the masses. That's not what I'm doing, folks. I am listening to the masses. I'm listening to the perspectives. That's why I call myself prophetess LGBTQ, because I am for the people. And I'm not talking about the people like the colored people. No, I like Asians, too. I like Hispanics. I like albinos. I like blurple. I don't care what color you are. You know what I like? I like heart. I like true, genuine heart. That's what I like. That's what I care about. Okay. First time of you who have just joined us. Uh, my name is Prophetess LGBTQ. Um, I was put on this earth to spread God's word, to tell his truth the way he intended, not for the way that it's been misconstrued throughout history. I'm not saying everything we believe in the Christian faith is wrong. Okay, people, that's not what I'm saying. But I am telling you this. God didn't tell us that we get to decide who goes to heaven. God didn't give us the power to choose who was worthy enough, who had enough blood ancestry. Ancestry. Y'all gone too far with that. You hear me? We don't deserve to go to heaven because well, we aren't saved. So I'm going to go take this back. We're going to go to, uh, to some history for you guys real quick. Uh, you hear a lot about people saying that uh, Christianity is the white man's religion. Um, and I am here to tell you today. God says it's no one's. Okay, it's not anybody's religion. Christianity is not something that you claim, possess. It's something you embody. Christianity is something you live. Christendom is something you strive for. And to live Christ-like is something we all should be trying to do. Okay? Prophetess LGBTQ. Lover giver, beloved. <sighs> Tolerant and quintessential. I took some time on tolerant because I need you guys to understand that God is a lot more tolerant than you guys allow him to be. This is where I'm going to piss y'all off. It's going to happen and I'm prepared for it. I... I don't care. I know God's got my back. 
I know God's got my front. He's got my six, my four, my three, my two, all of them, every single 12. Okay? He's got it all. So I'm not worried about you. If I've offended you, you move on to the next podcast. If I don't offend you, give me a call. Tell me what you think. But I'm going to say what I say, and I'm going to live by that because that is what God has told me to do. I was given a vision in 2019 called Gen Gap. You will fill the gap. You will fill the gap. Over and over, I heard, you will fill the gap. Who is he talking to? What? He's not talking to me. I don't got no gaps to fill. I'm, I'm good, just the way I am. Thanks, Lord. Um, and I ignored it. You hear me? I ignored it. And then I went and I joined the church. Yes, I did. And now, remember, some of you may know, God places us in the body as he chooses, okay? Which means he places us in the church of his choosing. So his faith has nothing to do, nothing to do with the actual building, okay? Has nothing to do with the building. But he places you in the body, the body of Christ. The church is that body, okay? He places you in the church as it pleases him. Not as it pleases you, not as it pleases her. If you don't like me, I don't really care. God brought me here and I'm staying. Get me? Got me. Cool. So, I started going to this church. I love everything about this church. I really do. There's some things I don't like. I'm not saying I don't like something. There's some things I don't like. But that's that's everywhere, right? I mean, because we're not all the same person. We're not all cookie cutters of the same thing. So we're all going to have different thoughts, opinions, and ways of life, okay? We're going to do things differently. We're going to believe things differently. But we all believe that God is coming back for us, that Jesus Christ will return for his sake. We all believe that, at least in my church. We don't decide who is going to go to heaven who doesn't. Oh, well, you're not living a Christ life, so you don't get to go to heaven. You're a man, okay? You're a man. You are a human. And the only person that I was ever made aware of that had the right to decide whether or not I went to heaven died on a cross for me. He died so that I may live eternally. And that doesn't mean I get to live forever, folks. Come on, get with it. It means that I live with Christ. He lives within me every single day of my life. Every step, every breath, every movement I make has Christ behind it. He takes the wheel. He turns the gas. He makes all of it work. Okay? And he makes it work splendidly. Now, we don't always agree with his plan. We don't always understand his plan. However, that doesn't mean it's not there. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. The plan is always going to be in place, whether we like it or not, whether we want to or don't. I, I, I am reminded of this person. I used to call him a friend. Um, now he's more of an acquaintance. Not really much that either. Um, we're frenemies. We're, we were friends. We're not really. And I don't even know what he is. But he's, he's a person in the past, um, which, as God would say, needs to stay there. Uh, but this particular person was what God decided I needed to get my spiritual life into gear. Okay, so he sent me this person. He sent me to this person, okay? He put this person back in my life to remind myself that I not only have the truth within, but I need to spread it about, okay? This person doesn't believe in God. And I was thinking about this podcast and what I was gonna say to you guys on the way home from work, and I thought about this person. 
And I thought about the conversation that he, I, and God would have together. But God wouldn't be in the room. At least, not for this person. For me, God's everywhere I go. Hey, how you doing, Dad? Okay. Dad's always in the room. Dad is always in the room for me. Okay? You hear me? Every single moment of my life. It's a beautiful feeling. That's what it means to be a beloved child of God. Okay? But this person doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't feel that spirit. doesn't understand that love. Okay? He doesn't fathom the measureless, immeasurable vastness of my God. This is how the conversation would go. I don't believe in God now. Okay, that's cool. I understand you don't believe in him, but he believes in you. So that doesn't really matter. Your acceptance, and this goes for everyone, okay? This is not just for this particular person. This goes for everyone who believes that God doesn't, that, that doesn't apply to me. God is there for every single one. Now, whether you're saved or not is whether or not you go to heaven. I'm talking about right here, right now. I'm talking about on this plane. I'm talking about on this life. You get one. He's given you one life. And every single day you wake up because he said, yep, you got one more day. Yep, you get one more day. One more day, girl. One more day. One more day. One more day. One more day. We're going to sing a song. One more day. That's what you wake up to. Every single day there is breath in your lungs. There is sun in the sky. There is blue in the air. Because he gave us one more day. So whether or not we believe that or accept that, it's completely relevant to this man. You understand what I'm saying? He does not care. God is not swayed by the arrogance of man. He loves us from jump. He knew before he created us that we were going to fail. I say again, he knew before he created us that we were going to fail. That didn't mean he failed. That doesn't mean that God made a mistake. No, it meant that he wanted man to know what it was to be loved by a God like him. And this globe that we live on, this planet, this rock is our home until he calls us home. Okay, to our final resting place. This is the only one we get. We're talking about going to the moon and going to go inhabit the moon. Really? We just messed this one up. Let's move on to the next planet. Oh, okay. We're only going to the moon, not going to the next planet. Right. You know, get it right. Well, that's fine. The point is, though, this person would adamantly tell me, well, the Bible has been misconstrued. It's been translated and mistranslated and, you know, misinterpreted so many times. Who knows what's real and what's not? And at the time, when I heard this person say these things, I was like, okay, that makes sense, right? Me and Mrs. Perspective here. Me and Mrs. Perspective. That makes sense. Okay, I can see where you're coming from. All right. Now, at, at no point when I'm listening to someone else's perspective that one does not, you know, agree with mine, is not in accordance with mine, um, I don't tell them that. Like, off job. I don't believe that. That doesn't make any sense. No, I don't do that. Because that's not listening, is it? That's not listening to someone else's perspective. That's telling them that their perspective is not, that's a no-go. I didn't want to hear it. Just shut it down because it's it's not real. Oh, let me get started on real. Anyway, so this person, when they said these things to me, I said, okay, that makes sense. You know, it's it's I can see where you're coming from. It's perfectly understandable. He showed me good points, so on and so forth. And we had a falling out, me and this person. So I would go to this person today, were I allowed to anywhere near him. Um, I'm not saying he has a restraining order against me. But he don't like me. But anyway, so if I was to go near this person, say we were actually on speaking terms, and I was to tell him, hey, 
person's name and I'm not going to say, I love you. God loves you. And even if you don't believe it, God still believes in you. And he's not going to take that away just because you decide to walk away from him. Just because you decide to completely shut the book on any possibility of there being a hereafter or there being a savior of, of mankind, because you close the book completely does not change the fact that he's there. Okay, he lives within you. Either you want him there or not. Did you know that? Did you know that, folks? He's going to be there regardless. So you can say, I don't believe, 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 I don't believe. Guess what? He still does. He still believes in you. He still loves you. Regardless of your faith in him. Regardless, God is not swayed by the arrogance of man. So either or not you care about him, either or not you love him back, he don't care. He's going to love you to the day you die because he gave you the life on purpose. So what you do with that life is up to you. That's called free will. So for that particular person and people who think like him, know this. God knows your heart, whether you think you do or not. And I can guarantee you, because he knows your heart, he knows where you belong. And he also knows where you're going to end up. And it's not going to be where you think. I'll leave you with that. Before I go, I just want to close with one more anecdote. Um, I have three children. One of my children uh, was in a school, you know, before the pandemic took place. Um, and he had a classmate whose parents were wicked. Yes, I said wicked. Did you know that's an actual religion? I consider it a religion the moment the military told me I could put that on my on my information, on my personal information. I could be wicked if I wanted to. What? Oh, yes. And there's uh, there's a um, Trekkie or something. I don't know. There's another one that's really bizarre, but it's also a religion like a, a, a not certified that like people actually acknowledge this faith. So Wiccan, um, it's not all witches and spells and, and mystic, but y'all y'all been reading too much crap novels. OK, watching a little bit too much TV. We'll, we'll go into witchcraft some other day, but today, this person, their parents raised them to believe that they were wicked. And when I say they believe that they are wicked, they believe that they have power over the elements. And to my understanding, that is what wicked is. Power in commune with the elements in nature. Okay? Now, I don't know what it means. I don't know how you do... I don't know the rites. I don't know the religion. I don't know the, the, the other than the base. And that's that we believe in this because of this. Okay. That's a belief. And whether or not I believe as they believe doesn't make it any less of a belief. You feel what I'm saying? So this is an education that I had to give my children. My two oldest children had for some, I don't know even how they managed to do this. This was like bizarre to me. The one in the classroom with this classmate had managed to slip a note to her and asked her a few questions. You know, some innocent questions like, if you're a witch, then uh, what are vampires allergic to? And no, it's not garlic. No, it said it, folks. Like, that's actually what the piece of paper said. Okay, so I I was given this in a parent-teacher conference. I said, oh, that's fun. I didn't know this was taking place. 
good stuff. That sounds awesome. Let's handle that. So I come home. I tell my husband and I bring up the two boys. I said, hey, look, guys, what you did, one was wrong. And here's why. Here's why what you did was wrong. One, you ain't got no business asking nobody no kind of questions. Okay, first of all, she'd be in the second grade. Mind your business, boy. And two, you telling her that if she's a witch, then vampires what? How the heck did you get to vampires from witches? You see what I mean? No, 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 no. Don't go on this one, guys. This is the where I'm going to explain to you how a belief can be misconstrued and turned to hurt people. Wiccans believe what they believe. So when I told my children, you basically told her what she believed in doesn't exist. It's not real. It's fake. You told another person that their their faith and their belief system was wrong, illogical, and non-existent. How dare you? I didn't raise you that way. I did not raise my children to tell people that their religion doesn't make sense. So it can't be real. That's not the kind of mom I am. No, sir. No, ma'am. So I told them, you'll both be issuing her a a letter of apology because that's outlandishly disrespectful. I couldn't believe my children, my own flesh and blood, would disrespect another classmate this way. I got it closed up here. Um, I didn't get any calls in today, and that's okay. Um, like I said, it's, I'm still still getting used to the flow and and uh, and with the randomness of my topics. Well, it, you know, it'll peter itself out. Uh, but I do have a lot of things to partake to you. And as your prophetess, LGBTQ, I I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say how it is meant to be said. I'm going to tell you exactly what God tells me to tell you. And that's, I'm not going to sugarcoat any of it. I'm not going to apologize for any of it because if it comes from him. It is what it is. In every sense of that word, it is literally what it is. I'm just doing as I'm told. I follow directions. You figure, you know, I have a very blessed life and I believe I live a blessed life because I continue to bless him in return. He blesses me. He blesses me. He blesses me. And I return that blessing into praise. I praise his name. I praise him in every opportunity that I get. Lord, give me strength. Father Jesus, thank you, God, for this opportunity to to educate somebody. Lord, thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity to hear a different perspective. Father God, thank you so much for the opportunity to be a vessel of your blessing. This is Proverbs S. LGBTQ, and uh, I'll see you all soon. Thanks for coming in. Uh, Bye.